Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Every day can bring changes, challenges, and opportunities that can also change your personal or business financial goals and priorities. As a true partner, Sandy Spring Bank can make it all a bit easier. Someone who really listens, understands, and then creates solutions in hard times and good times. We'll always strive to be your advocate, today and every day. That's real banking for real life and real business. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Member FDIC. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice now. Come on, dig me. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. One more time, partner. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, how amazing is that? How good has God been to me? How good has he been to you? Just check yourself sometimes. Just sit up and just... Just run a survey. Just look at your life where it's at. It might not be where you want it to be, but that's probably some decisions you made. But really, though, in spite of all the crazy mistakes I done made, I mean, man, I, 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 
I look back at some of the decisions I done came up with, and, and, and man, it's, it's, it's just amazing he let me live. I mean, it's, it's, and, and, and to exist the way I exist, it, it, that's nothing but grace, mercy, favor, all that is. That's what my mama praying for me when I wasn't praying for myself. It had to be it because, man, I can truly tell you, I, I have made enough mistakes, man, s- stuff you would never even know about and recovered from them all. You can too. And I don't care what you've done. Marvin Sapp has a song out that says, he saw the best in me when everyone else around me could only see the worst in me. You know, that that's an important song, man. Especially, you know, I want to talk to men today because, uh, man, being a man is so, so difficult. <laughs> Please know, it, it, it has been my quest ever since I was a little boy. My father had one ambition son, I don't care what you do, but when I get through raising you, you will be a man. That's all I want you to be. He never cared what I did for a living. It never made a difference to him. You're going to be a man. Manhood is difficult. Now, ladies that's listening to this, I'm not saying womanhood ain't. I don't know what it takes to be a woman. So, you know, but I do know exactly what it takes to be a man. So, you know, sometimes when you talk to people on the radio, you have to preface things because people are just go he trying to make it look like womanhood ain't no that's not what i'm doing i'm just talking to men today to explain to them that they ain't by themselves and struggling trying to figure this thing out that you are not alone in your quest for manhood that is difficult I'm, I, I gotta I, I gotta tell you man um manhood is that kind of difficult and it becomes even more compounded if a young boy does not have a male role model I've said it a thousand times, I'll say it again. A young boy without a male role model is like an explorer without a map. Well, I have a suggestion for everybody that's struggling with manhood and all of the men out there that are men. This message is for all of us, and it's for me too. You know, I was listening to Joyce Myers the other day, and um, she made a statement. She said, sometimes you got to do the right thing even when it feels wrong. You know, one of the difficulties of manhood is peer pressure and the misguided principles of manhood. See, what God wants us to be as men and what we believe manhood is is sometimes two different things. I'll give you an example. I wrote this book for women, right? And um, I was telling them the three ways that a man shows his love. And I called them three P's. We profess, we protect, and we provide. Every man who is a man, that's how he exhibits love. We're not talky-talky, comforting, we're not great nurturers. But when it comes down to to it, what we all want to do, what is in our DNA, is to profess our love for something, you as a woman, to protect you as a woman, and to provide for you as a woman. That's in our DNA. Now, sometimes that gets messed up. And I'll give you an example. Sometimes when a boy doesn't have the proper real role model in his life, he takes that principle of love that we all possess in us, every man, the professing part, the protecting and the, and the, and the providing part, and we misplay it. That's why gangs exist. Gangs exist off those three principles. What's the first thing a gang member do? He profess. He claim a hood. 
That's the first thing you do. This is my neighborhood. I'm Deuce Trey. I'm Triple H. I'm Doop De Doop. I'm purple. I'm I'm red. I'm blue. First thing they do is claim. That's professing. That's how we show our love. But it's misguided though. Now we professing something that ain't even good for us. Your hood, your gang, your clique. Now guess what? Now we got to protect it. So now, as a protection part of our love, here we go. You come down here, we gonna do this to you. You go over there, they gonna do that to you. You protect your hood, this your turf, this all you got. You ain't, ain't nobody coming down here with blue on, can't nobody come over here with red on, you can't come over here with purple on, you can't come over here with black and gold on. And we, and we protect that because that's in our DNA. And then what's the third thing? We provide. So guess what the gang need? Money. Guess what we do? We selling drugs. We selling women. We selling guns. It go back to the same thing, man. I don't know how God gave it to me that way when I was writing the book, but he showed it to me along the way. That's how men love. Well, when you don't have a role model in your life, guess what? Now that love is misplaced. It's misguided. It's off track. Ain't no man told you that really you're supposed to take this love and give it to a woman. You're really supposed to profess, protect, and provide for a woman. Not your gang set. Now you professing your hood, repping a color, you protecting your territory, shooting people, driving by, coming over on your street, and then you provide. Now you're out here selling drugs and guns for the same thing. When a boy does not have a male role model, he has a misguided way of looking at manhood. Here's the deal. See, God created all of us in his image. That means he's put some of our DNA in him. That's why it's in your DNA to profess, protect, and provide. Because guess what? That's what God do for us. Because we his children. I'm just talking to men right now. I'm just telling you, man, I had to wake up about five years ago. I wasn't doing what God wanted me to do. And then he shook me. He said, man, I'm going to bring about some changes in your life. I'm going to cause some things to happen that's going to put you in a position. And this time you're going to listen to me. Because if you don't, you're going to keep living in this pain you've been in. But you put yourself in this pain. I owe no blame to no one else but myself. Please know I know that. And that's how we, you really get to manhood when you figure out what you done done wrong. You can't blame this on none of your exes because you a man. You can't go, my ex did this. No, no. You a man, partner. You got to take responsibility for yours and yours alone. If you got kids, you got to get to them some kind of way. Write them a letter. Send them the money. If she won't let you see it for the money, whatever. Send the money to her mama. Do what you're supposed to do as a man. Do what God wants you to do, man, because he not letting us off the hook for what we supposed to be just because you ain't doing it. And if you do it, you turn your life around. Just hollering at the fellas today. That's all. Sorry about that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle, too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. 
And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. Ladies and gentlemen, stupid. It's been put in front of me today. I was, uh, before we started this morning, Tommy said, let's get on here and be stupid today. So ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) stupid is like stupid does, cause stupid ain't what stupid was. Let the church say amen. 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 Yeah, thank you, man. They ain't want to go with that Shirley Strawberry. I always want to go with the stupid. What are you talking about? That's my favorite. It ain't no problem. Watch this You guys just go too far. Carla Pharrell. (laughs) Sometimes. Good morning, morning. What's up, crew? Yeah. Hey, fool. Hey there. Right here, front and center. Where you want me? (laughs) Right here, fool. Yeah. Right here for it. I'm, you know what? Uh, Tell me what you mean. <laughs> Let me just start with the first mm-hmm. stupid statement. My goal is to be an old, rich ass white man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're, you're kind of sort of there. <laughs> Go on, be kind of stupid. <laughs> only problem is, I would miss my soul. That's the only thing. I would yeah. miss it, man. Mm-hmm. And my big ass lips and everything. Oh, yeah, I better go and retract that statement. I ain't going to do good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's one thing. One thing uh, this girl told me in college, uh, uh-huh. a white girl told me in college, she she said, uh, I don't know a lot of black people. You, know, you got to remember now, this is 1974. But she said, the few that I do, and I've met like six here at college so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but you really wear your blackness well. Wow. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Yeah, wow. I teared up. Oh, it I touched said, your soul, you. didn't it? Yeah, I said, thank <laughs> you. I do, don't mm-hmm. And so I've always <laughs> maintained that I wear my blackness well. Because hey, hey, you know the thing about it, man. You know what I discovered about myself, and this is not bragging, but I've always been cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've always mm-hmm. been a cool person. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm like the cool dude. I'm like I'm a man's man. I'm 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 every brother's brother. You know, I'm 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 like that dude would yeah. go, man. Yeah, Harv. Oh yeah, he tight. Yeah, he tight with. He's it. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he cool, man. Yeah. Harv, cool. He's cool. Yeah. yeah. You cool, Steve. Yeah. You got like swag. President Obama. Cool. Ain't nothing like a cool uh-huh. brother. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually cooler than Obama, surely. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> yeah. But I mean, I mean, if you're gonna be <laughs> president, he the coolest him. president we ever had. But on, uh-huh. but on the on the one to ten meter coolness, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. way cooler. Oh, he can't <laughs> come over here. Really? Okay. You know, no. <laughs> he got it for black president. He like number one. But if I could have been president, oh, I'd have wore wore that ass out. All that blue suit every week, that ain't happening. 
<laughs> Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, this six-year-old Slow. kid writes this angry and really hilarious note to his teacher after uh, being disciplined. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. While adults should know the proper way to talk to someone when they're upset, the same cannot be said for children. And one parent learned the hard way. A woman recently shared a note on social media that her co-worker's son wrote to his teacher after he was disciplined for disrupting a lesson. The six-year-old was upset that his teacher took away his stuff and got very honest about what he thought of her, which caused the mom to be called into a parent-teacher conference. Dear Miss Jones, I am angry of you because you took 25 of my hummingbird bucks, all because I was talking to Connor. He wrote, of course, uh, you know, the misspellings are his. That's no big deal. I'm only six. I can't be quiet all the time. And that makes you a thief and a crook. He added, you are going to hell, real hell, the burning one, because you a thief. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. Tell us how you feel, young man. I worked hard for those bucks, and my only prayer in chapel today was that God gets you to hell super fast, and your new haircut is bad, real bad, Isaiah. (laughs) (laughs) Say what you mean, Isaiah. Oh, my goodness. He spoke from his heart. Oh, wait. Shirley. Shirley, give it to me so I can read it. Because, see, okay. you, ain't, you didn't put the right. I, I want the energy that that little boy had. I lo- I'll tell you this part. He spelled quiet, Q-Y-E-T. Come on. That's how I spell it. Okay. Let's oh, go. God. Dear Miss Jones, I nah, am angry of you. No, nah, Shirley. No, nah, give huh? it to me. No, okay. he wanted no, 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 no. Give me the letter. Oh, I okay. thought you wanted me. Okay. No. Okay. So I can read it. Just... Cause I know how that little boy felt. See, Shirley, okay. you reading it as a Christian. <laughs> uh, apparently, he's one too. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he he don't understand. No, no. Let me read it, Shirley, cause you read it. Yeah. Too kind. Okay, yeah. here's a letter, Steve. You read it. Here's a letter way. from the six-year-old. Dear Miss Jones, I'm angry of you because you took 25 of my hummingbird bucks all cause I was talking to Connor. That's no big deal. I ain't but six. I can't be quiet all the time. And that makes you a thief and a crook. You are going to hell, real hell. I'm talking about the burning one, because you is a thief. I work hard for them bucks, and my only prayer in chapel today was that God gets you to hell fast, super fast. Yeah, and that new haircut you got, that's bad, real bad. Isaiah, as in the Bible. Uh huh. <laughs> wow. Woo, that's funny. To okay, me. now that's, that's the angle. Okay, now hear the little white kid read it. Dear Mrs. Jones, I'm angry of you. You want to know why? Because you took 25 of my hummingbird bucks. All because I was talking to Connor. That's not really a big deal, though. You do realize I'm only six. 
I can't be quiet all the time. And you know what? You know what, Miss Jones? Makes you a thief and a crook. You're going to hell. No, really, real hell. The burning one. It's because you're a thief. I really worked hard for those bucks. And you know what? I was in chapel today. My only prayer, the only thing I asked God for, was that he gets you to hell super fast. I'm talking about roller coaster quickness. And that new haircut you got, it sucks. <laughs> this is Isaiah checking out. <laughs> okay. Here's a little black boy reading. Hey, Miss Jones. Oh. I'm mad as hell. You know why? You took 25 of them damn hummingbird points of mine. I don't even like hummingbird points. And you took them all because I was talking to Connor. You know Connor White, I'm black. I'm trying to increase racial relationships in your little funky-ass class. But ain't no big deal. Oh. I, ain't, I ain't number six. Oh, how you expect me to be quiet all the time? Hell, I'm learning. How to, I can't even spell quiet. All the, And you know, all the time, uh, you want me to be quiet? So you know what that make you, Miss Jones? A thief. And my mama said you was a thief, and you going to hell. Real hell, what my grandma be talking about. You one that's burning, cause you a thief. Work hard for them damn bucks. I'm only praying chapel today. It, it, well, well, we went to church though. I went to church this morning, and the only thing I asked God was he could just help and get you to hell. I'm talking about in a real way, you feel me? And when it come to that haircut, Mm-hmm. You bald head anyway. That's a weed. Oh goodness! <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. And the little Latino kid. Hey, hey, you know Miss Jones. I'm gonna say something to you because you take the 25 points and the hummingbird points because I was talking to Connor, the white kid, you know, and um, it's really like no big deal, you know, because I was only six. And you expect me to be quiet all the time and only six. So since I can't be quiet, I want to tell you something in a letter. You're a thief. A thief and a crook. And the St. Francis says, you go to hell. You're going to go to hell because you're a thief. Work so hard for these damn points and the bucks. And me and the black kid was in church today. Pray! God take you to hell super fast. And you know, when we get together and we pray, things happen. So see you in hell, Miss Jones. And when you get there, <laughs> say hello to my little friends. <laughs> what the star face? It's different kids is talking to me. <laughs> yeah. Is ignorant so, enough for you today, Shirley? Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming up next. You don't want to be responsible. It is the they nephew who run that Asian prank back. Kid, but that's probably good, though. Yeah, coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. Uh, Whitney Houston's hologram tour kicks off next week. Really? Uh, And uh, Miss Ann will be standing by with today's national news. But right now, it is time for the nephew. He's here. You hear him uh, with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nan? Wash and fold. Wash and fold. Got a little twist to it. Uh Come on, cat dog. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Sam or Sammy. I'm not yeah, sure which yeah, one. Yeah, this, this Sammy. This Sammy. What's up? Hey, Sammy. How are you? This is uh, this is Kevin. I'm the uh, the manager over here at Fresh and Clean Wash and Fold. 
Yeah, well, what's going on, Kev? Um, you bring your clothes here pretty much on a on a weekly basis, is that correct? Yeah, I, I stop through probably once a week. Okay, and you're bringing, you know, I mean, you're pretty much bringing a full load of clothes pretty much uh, once a week, right? Yeah, I just bring whatever I got. Okay. Um, well, we got a bit of a problem. Uh, talking to my, my employees here that have been, you well, know, what I, they, we, well, we, what, what's going on? I mean, you not get your money or something? Oh uh, no no no! You you we we have you on file. Your 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 card goes through every week when you um, uh, when you bring your things. So no, that's that's not the issue at all. Oh, all right then, what kind of problem could we have? Well, the ladies that are washing the clothes are complaining that when you bring your load in, I mean I don't know how to really tell you this, but you're they're saying that your underwear is too dirty. They don't want to wash it. <laughs> you know, you you playing right? No, I'm dead serious. What are you talking about? I. My underwear is dirty. I'm not any more dirty than anybody else. Sir, all I can tell you is we wash quite a few people's clothes on a daily basis, weekly basis. For my employees to complain about your load, then I have to give you a call and talk to you about it. My man, I, I feel like you're around on my phone. No, nah, that's not what this is, bro. This is actually a call, and, I'm, and you know, we have, we have two options are you here. Out there? You, are you out there calling everybody else? No, I don't have. A, I, I, I haven't had a complaint. I know there's more dirty people than me going in your spot because I see them. Okay, here's the deal. We have two options here. You can scrub your underwear before you bring it in. First off, you over here raising your voice now. What are you talking about? Scrub my underwear. We clean, man. I'm clean. I bring my in. I drop it off. I pick it up. Okay. So here's the problem. Once again, I'll start this off. You have two options, sir. You can bring in your stuff scrubbed, okay, when, and when my ladies take a look at it, if they're comfortable with cleaning it, so be it. Or, you know, we might not be able to accept your, your clothes anymore. Man, I don't even got to go up there anymore then. If you if you really playing around on my phone like this, I ain't even got to go up in there anymore. Let me talk to your manager, man. I am the manager, sir. I'm Kevin. Kevin I'm the, the manager, manager here. You don't sound like the manager. You, how are you what, the manager what, calling my what, phone? What, what, like what does a manager sound like then, Sammy? You know, who, who owned the building? Let me talk to him. Okay, he's not here right now. I'm the manager, and I'm the one taking care of this problem. My ladies have a problem with washing your underwear, and I'm calling you to let you know there's a problem. I'm letting you know the way to rectify the problem is you can scrub them before you bring them in, and then we will wash them. If you hey, do bro, not want to do that, you we will not be allowed to take You ain't got to rectify You just need to quit calling my phone on this bullshit. I ain't going to go up there no more then. That's fine. I ain't got to come through your spot. That's fine. You, do you know how dirty, how funky your clothes got to be, man, for my for my people to be telling me they don't want to wash them no more? You know how funky that's got to be, Sammy? Man, who the f*** are your people? Who are your ladies? Man, I go up in there, I ain't never had a problem with their You know what? I ain't never even seen your up in this mother Where the f*** you been at there? Now I look like I got a problem with Kevin. Who the f*** is Kevin, man? You say you the manager. You ain't never f- been there. I'm here. I'm just not here when you're here. Are you in the back washing those drawers? What the f is going on with you, man? I'm not in the, I'm not in the back washing, but I am I am here periodically when I need to be. Don't worry about Kevin, when I'm at ass, work. Man, I ain't never seen your ass and I ain't never had a problem with your lady. Hey, well don't worry about when I'm at work. Worry about how to scrub your underwear. That's what you worry about. Man, I'm done with you, bro. What the f you on my phone doing this for you? Man, you know f your ass and f everybody at that mother washing for, bro. You know what? You know what? I'm trying to be as professional as I can, but the way that you're talking to me, you can wash your damn clothes your own self then. That's what you can do. That's fine, man. And you can keep on managing the goddamn laundry mat. Whatever the f*** you doing with your life.
Okay, well, do whatever you're doing with your life, but do one, do the world a favor and clean your drawers. Bro, I'm going to come through and wash your ass. You keep talking and around on my phone. Hey, man, how you want to do this? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm just letting you know. I'm going to double charge your credit card for the amount of work that my people had to do. Close. As a I'm, putting a, I'm putting a stop payment on my So if that goes through on your end, we're going to have a motherfucking problem. Well, That's I don't know how you're going to put a stop to it when I'm running your card right now. There's nothing okay. you can freaking do. Okay, okay, that's that's fine. I'm going to show up at the Fresh and Clean there. You're the manager. You should be there 50 hours a week then. I'm going to come meet your Kevin. Okay, well, that's that's fine with me. You know what? I don't understand. Why can't you just say, you know what? Let me do a better job at cleaning my underwear. How about that? I don't know what. I know, I know your life ain't that good. I know you over there managing a laundromat and, and now you getting bored of working. But don't be calling my phone playing around in this because I know you ain't doing this to nobody else. I'm exactly doing this to someone. I'm not doing this to anybody else. I don't have to do it to anybody else because nobody's bringing their clothes in like this. Bruh, I've been up there. Your employees are more dirty than my. Well, Sammy, evidently not. Evidently not. Your clothes. Why are my employees complaining about you? I don't know. I what? bet your employees complain about your too. They're not complaining about my underwear, Sammy. You're the dirty guy. Man, you know what? I'm done with your. You you got any other you want to talk about? We can talk about Carlton. What the you just, Carlton, how the do you know Carlton? I know he doesn't bring his up there. Oh, you want to talk about your brother, Carlton? You want to talk about him? My brother, Carlton, how the you know? If he's bringing his up there, he just started. So, yeah, what, what are we going to talk about Carlton? What Carlton doing? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what Carlton doing. Carlton has been calling me, Nephew Tommy, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show to prank phone call you, Sammy D. <laughs> you, you just got yeah, pranked, you, baby. You just got you pranked know. by your brother Carlton and the nephew. God, hey. Yeah, man, you, you ain't Carlton on some people calling me about some underwear, bro. <laughs> oh, we, need a, we need a little wash and scrub, baby, a little wash and scrub. <laughs> man, you, 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 <laughs> you up for real, man. You good? You all right, man? Nobody's, nobody, your underwear is clean, Sammy. Your underwear is clean. Keep dropping them off at the wash and fold. Don't quit, don't quit taking your clothes up there. I'm good, man. I don't know about Carlton after this, but I'm good. All right, Sammy D, you got to tell me. 2020, baby, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show with Nephew Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Oh, no, there you almost got hey, it. Hey, hey. <laughs> Ooh, he yeah. was mad. Yeah, you're going to clean this before you bring him up here, right? Wow. Right? Talking to this man Scrub about his this. underwear. You play too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> March 7th, I'm in Dothan, Alabama. Tickets on sale right now at the Civic Center and all Ticketmaster outlets. And then March 14th, it is Montgomery, Alabama. Montgomery Performing Arts Center. Nephew is coming to town. All right, Nephew, thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. 
For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply. show. Well, we're just a week away from the debut of the Whitney Houston Hologram Tour. Uh, Bass Hologram has created a production involving a lifelike digital image of Whitney, her original recordings, and live musicians and backup singers. The curtain goes up in Sheffield, England next Tuesday with 11 more British shows, followed by 13 shows across Europe. Whitney's sister-in-law and former manager, Patty Houston, says the hologram show is all about the imagination and creating a wow factor that extends to an incredible experience to enjoy for years to come. Whitney is not with us, but her music will live for with us forever. The producers promise an evening with Whitney Houston will also reach North America and Mexico, but no dates have been announced. What do you guys think about Didn't it? they do this with Biggie? Who did they do this with? Tupac. Tupac? Uh-huh. Okay. They did one <sighs> show with Tupac and Snoop yeah, was just on stage that one. with him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snoop was scared. Didn't. Won't yeah. this, won't this didn't feel kind of well. weird, though? Yeah, and, and uh, Natalie Cole did it, a, a variation of this with her dad, Nat King uh-huh, Cole, when she won dad. all those Grammys for her, for that album. But, yeah, this, yeah. I know that hologram can't go out. I know that. What? If the hologram go out, it's going to be a problem. What? I'm just, what do you mean? You mean, like, technical what? issues? Like, yeah, that's it. Ain't no the show must go on. That is it. You got background oh. people singing. That's it. If the hologram go out, we in trouble. Well, I'm sure they rehearsed it and ain't no backup hologram. Sure, <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you know how much I loved Whitney Houston. You know this. Yes. We <laughs> I don't do. even know that. I I don't know if I can go see it. Yeah, I don't yeah, think no. like if they did Luther. I wouldn't want to see. Luther. Yeah. I just. I just yeah. I'm not. But. Yeah, there's a reason, I guess, she's starting in Europe and then, see, you know, to probably to see what the reaction is going to be and then to bring it over here. What do you think, yeah. Steve? Well, Black people gonna look I mean, I think it's going to be interesting. You know, I, I can't imagine it not doing well. You know, I think it'll do well. Of course, there's always some people going to be leery, but there are enough fans. She's got a huge huge fan base and so I think there's plenty of people that's gonna like really enjoy going to see it you know and I'm pretty sure if her family got anything to do with it it's gonna be tastefully done you know yeah would you go would you yeah Mm -hmm. Steve would you go I don't really go see uh Diaz Cole knew it I don't really like it before like, Ooh, like, uh-huh. I knew it. Like, I don't even watch John what? Wayne movies. What? You, what? You, <laughs> what? <you know. laughs> 
Okay. You can't even watch the movies after that. No, gone. I mean, you know, I mean once movie. you gone, I pretty much I got to quit watching this. You know, that's just mm-hmm. me. But that's oh, yeah. just me. Yeah. You know, I, I, that ain't for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Well, I've already said. I don't I think I could go. Out. I don't think I could. Yeah. I would be just uneasy about it the entire time. And, just and too emotional because she, yeah, you would want her yeah. to be here. You know. Yeah. You know, yeah. you think about she's gone, then you get sad. You know, uh, yeah. It's, no. Yeah. Well, I think the question yeah. has been answered, you know, would she want to? And I think the answer is yes. You know, Marvin Gaye would want to be here to it. <laughs> you know, no, you ain't. We got to go. Ladies you, and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you. Good morning, everybody. Six presidential contenders took to the debate stage in Las Vegas last night. One of them, millionaire businessman Michael Bloomberg, participating for the first time and taking most of the hits. Elizabeth Warren wasted no time. She said, quote, we have a candidate that calls women fat broads, hides his tax returns and supports racist policies like stop and frisk and redlining. And I'm not talking about Donald Trump. It's Michael Bloomberg. And the issue of being when the issue was who could beat Donald Trump, Peter Buttigieg said that the way to beat Trump was to not nominate perhaps an actual Democrat. That was a dig at Bernie Sanders, who once was an independent socialist, and now he's running as a Democratic socialist, and how Bloomberg switched from the GOP to the Democratic Party. But Bernie Sanders insisted he's the man. Bloomberg, of course, disagrees. Mr. Bloomberg had policies in New York City of stop and frisk, which went after African-American and Latino people in an outrageous way. That is not a way you're going to grow voter turnout. What our movement is about is bringing working-class people together, black and white and Latino, Native American, Asian American, around an agenda that works for all of us and not just the billionaire class. I don't think there's any chance of uh, the senator beating President Trump. I don't think there's any chance whatsoever. And if he goes and is the candidate, we will have Donald Trump for another four years, and we can't stand that. Well, in an effort to take some of the attention away from the Democratic debate, apparently he couldn't stand that. Donald Trump held his own rally in Phoenix, uh, calling everybody names, mini Mike and stuff like that. And in an effort to get back in the news, Trayvon Martin's murderer, George Zimmerman, says he's suing two of the Democratic presidential candidates because he says blah, 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 blah. Okay. President Trump has dismissed the Pentagon's acting director of national intelligence and hired somebody else. Joseph McGuire's out. Richard Grinnell, who's been ambassador to Germany. He's in. Formerly incarcerated former Illinois Governor Rob Lagojevich thanked President Trump for getting out four years early. We uh, want to express our most profound and everlasting gratitude to President Trump. How do you properly thank someone who's given you back the freedom that was stolen from you? Uh, he didn't have to do this. He's a Republican president. I was a Democratic governor. And doing this does nothing to help his politics. Uh, president Trump is a man who is tough and outspoken. But he also has a kind heart. Yeah, he says he's now going to be a Trumpocrat, whatever that is. Blagojevich took no questions and went back in the House. The Southern Baptist Convention, largest Protestant domination, denomination in the U.S., has expelled one of its churches for employing a pastor who's a registered sex offender. Finally, today is National Chew Day. Just eat it. That's what we want to talk about. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, I, I know you stayed up to watch the debate last night. I did. What is your take? How did Bloomberg do? Well, Bloomberg, when it was over with, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the, the fact debate. that he got money, 
Now, mm -hmm. what they were trying to get him about was to stop and frisk. He said he made mistakes. He was trying to rectify that, and he's making policies after that to combat the mistakes he made after meeting with black leaders and clergy and all this here. All of them, Donald Trump, all of them, whether you create that policy or not, if you don't do nothing to stop it, so I, I, just, I was tired of that part. Joe Biden, for the first time, looked like he could be mm -hmm. president to me. He was sharp. Okay. He was really? on it. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the first time. for This whole thing, he been looking a little slow. Joe was angry. Mm -hmm. He was the Joe that I like. I think he would do well against Trump, especially in a debate. Uh, Bernie Sanders was beat the same drum. Elizabeth Warren, really, man? She, it's time for her to just go on to the house because I'm telling you, man, she doesn't come across as presidential. She's trying to heal the Democratic Party. I think she's playing for for uh, for vice presidency myself. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. She just mm -hmm. said something thing. to everybody, Healing. but kind of liked mm -hmm. everybody. No, we ain't got time for that because the Republicans is playing dirty. We got real to get somebody up in there, man, that's going to fight real nasty with him. And right now, the, the two that I think can go up there and get him is Bloomberg and Biden. That's who mm -hmm. I think can go up there and ticket. get him. Amy, mm -hmm. nice lady. I like her rhetoric. She not finna be president. Buttigieg, I like some of the stuff. He was a little more quiet last night than the rest of them. He didn't, they didn't have a lot. But everybody that was attacking... What they did was the Democrats, they don't know how to play the game. Every time all of them tried to attack Michael Bloomberg, it gave him more camera time. So you ended up seeing more of this guy than any one of them candidates because they kept going at him. And he was prepared. They was trying to end him. He bought your way into the. He said, I got a lot of money. So they asked him to turn in his tax returns. He said, I can't take, I can't go to TurboTax. He said, my tax returns is a thousand pages. He said, now I'll turn it in, but I only been in this race 10, I only talked about this 10 weeks ago. Y'all have been talking about this for two years. So give me a minute, yeah. I'll turn in my tax returns, but we're talking a thousand pages. That pimp money right there. <laughs> That's, That's a lot of paper, money. baby. All right, coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 34 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in trending political news, Bernie Sanders says he will not release his medical records after he promised to do so. Oh, Lord, I'm so I'm... sick of this politics. Why, can we do something else? <laughs> now we on Bernie. He's, Bernie had a heart attack a couple months ago. Yeah. Why, didn't he do that? Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't, I mean, why? Every why does, other sentence, we don't know what the hell Biden talking about. Why do we keep talking about these people? It's the same thing. <laughs> Every yeah. day we talking about these damn people. How long are we going to talk about them? Till November. No, <laughs> give me a break. It's got to be some news somewhere. I agree what with you, What about the chicken news? Let's go back to them. I agree with Anything you, Anything going on lately? <laughs> Man. <laughs> I don't give a damn if he shows his here. medical records. Here's what we know. He had a heart attack know. and he old. Yeah. Right. Now, what else you need to know? But no. I just like the fact that he said he's not going to do it. President Trump doesn't release anything. So no, whatever, Trump ain't, Trump, ain't Trump hired yeah. a guy that told him 
He's in the greatest shape he's ever seen any human being. You fat ass. What? How can that be? I know. You're orange. Your body Dude, fat mass index is high as hell. Because you're eating quarter pounders every Man, damn day. Man, come on. He ain't turning his medical records. He ain't turning his yeah. damn taxes. taxes. He don't come to court. He don't answer subpoenas. Right. Man, what the, so, I don't yeah. give a damn if Bernie. Bernie Sanders, somebody care. man up and say they ain't giving out nothing. Right. I yeah. like it. Yeah, that's what uh, Sanders said, said that yeah. he ha- he's yeah, he's not going to do it and he has released as much medical information as any other candidate. So there you go. Man, that's going uh, to make this known. Yeah. I'm on politic vacation from now. So don't ask me nothing. About it. I'm on politic <laughs> All right, vacation. Cool. I'm, right, I'm moving on. I'm here live for it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Joe Biden said he's upset that Mike Bloomberg has linked himself to President Obama in his campaign ad because Bloomberg has criticized Obama when he was president. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, I, I, I'll say this. I know we're, you don't want to talk about it anymore, Tommy, but you do, Steve. Uh, you know, I'll just say this. <laughs> They're fighting amongst each other. They got to fight Donald yeah. Trump. Okay, they have to there fight. There is Donald a divide Trump. in the Democratic Party. Here's there the deal: is, all the pictures uh, Mike Bloomberg got of him and Barack Obama is real pictures. They laughing, yeah. they talking, they on the airplane together. Okay, them real pictures. Joe, you need to come up with something, man. Make us want to vote for you. That's what you need to do. Joe ain't fighting. gonna remember that. <laughs> Not saying I went Tommy, on top you said you were Joe, through with politics. But remember? Joe don't remember that. So y'all quit acting like Joe finna remember something. Joe don't remember nothing. <laughs> and I understand it. I'm watching it. Joe started talking, then he turned left, started talking about something else. Here's Joe talking about politics. All of a sudden, boom, how about them Yankees? What are you talking about, Joe? What are you talking about? We talking politics right now, Joe. I was with you, Joe. I was, but God, dog, I'm through. I'm I'm back on vacation. Go ahead. Okay, politics vacation. Okay. Yeah. All right, finally, news out of Chicago. Uh, he calls himself a Trumpocrat now uh, and freed political prisoner. That's disgraced ex-governor Rod Blagojevich. Uh, he used his first full day of freedom uh, yesterday to thank President Trump for commuting his prison sentence, and uh, he took the first shot at redefining his legacy. Hmm, so there you go. So he's Hell, on the I Trump train too. now. Yeah. If you get me out of prison, yeah, I'm voting I'm for right your ass. You. Yes. Matter yes. of fact, mm-hmm. I'm making what little campaign contribution I got, I'm getting it to you. Yeah. And when you get out of prison, you ain't got no money. I'm yeah. voting you get me for- out. I'm, I'm wearing that hat to church. No. <laughs> you get me out. What? Had that red hat on. <laughs> Got that mega hat kicked to the side. <laughs> he would not come down from the cross just to save himself. <laughs> I said, "Is Jesus make America great again?" I, I know Jesus will make America great again. I know Jesus will make America great again. I said that Jesus will. Make America great again. Go down and Trump, y'all. Hey, hey. He's my nephew, Tommy. (laughs) With today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my husband is not a good cheater. God, I'll be trying to help her. Be quiet. My bad. <laughs> You're married, crazy. Uh, I can still teach you to wait on Right here. now. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. Break room barbecue. Did y'all hear what I said? Yeah. What? A- Break yeah. room barbecue. That's what that is. Break room barbecue. All right. You Everybody that had a job before got their break room. Uh-huh. One break room. Break room barbecue. <laughs> Let's go, cat dog. Hello? I'm trying to speak to Eric. Yeah, this is Eric. What's up? Hey, hey man, let me tell you something. Uh, with me and you finna get some straight today, dog. Right here, right now. Let me say this, man. Who is this? What you what you talking about right now? This is Quincy right here. This is Quincy. I work in the same building. I work on the same floor you work on. All right, and I know that a lot of people on the floor, everybody kind of share the break room and the refrigerator or whatever. But let okay. me tell you this right now: it's been brought to my attention that you, the person on on Tuesday, on Tuesday, all right, that went in there and ate my fucking barbecue ribs. All right, whoa. it took me four five hours to smoke them. Hey, whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. You say your name, Quincy, right? Slow down, Quincy. My hey, name. Who, who bringing this? Who bringing this to your attention, bro? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about who told me. But everybody say you always eating people's stuff out the damn break room and out the refrigerator. Well, I don't know who is everybody or whatever, but I ain't eating nothing out the refrigerator. I go out and get my own food, bro. I go out and get my own food, so I don't know what you're talking about right now. And I don't okay, know who's telling you. Let me go say ahead. let me say this. Let me say this to you, Eric. Let me say this to you. All right. I'm coming by your cubicle tomorrow. I see anything. I see some barbecue sauce, anything remotely look close to my barbecue ribs. I swear to you, I'm whooping your ass right there in your man, you need to, Hey, you need to chill, man. I'm not, I'm not about the threats, bro. I'm telling you, I wasn't the one that that did that that did that. I'm telling you that right now, so you need to calm down. First, no, first, I ain't calming. I ain't calming down. Okay, I'm telling you right now, you're gonna get fucked up in your cubicle I if hear I find what out. You're saying, but I'm trying to tell you, I'm not the one that's doing that. That's what I'm telling you. So you're coming I, no. at the wrong person. Come- how come everybody say if anybody ate your food, it's probably Eric, Eric the one always eating everybody's stuff up? They can say whatever they want to say. That don't mean that I was the one that did that. That's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. That's what I'm trying okay. to tell you. You, so, you get so, all so, so, so they lying on you now. They lying on they, you. They lying. I'm trying to tell you they lying. I'm okay. telling you that. So you do understand what I'm saying. If it's anything that rem- that remotely look close to barbecue sauce, Anything, a, a real bone, anything like that around your cubicle, in the trash can, in your work area. I'm whooping your ass, Eric. Man, Quincy, man, I was, I'm trying to be nice to you on this damn phone, bro, but I told you about these threats. So at this point in time, for you threatening me again, f- you and your damn barbecue sandwich, bro. That's how, Say that's what? how, that's how it is Say right what? now. F- you and your barbecue sandwich, bro. I told okay. you to stop making oh. these threats to me, bro. Yeah, go, well, go, go on and admit that you go on and admit that you ate it, Eric. Go on and admit it then. You know what? You know what? At this point, speaking to you on this phone like this, bro, I really wish I ate your damn sandwich, bro. I wish I did, bro. I wish hey, dog, I did. Hey, dog, I'm telling you right now, I smoked them damn ribs. I smoked them ribs for five hours. I smoked them ribs. Put, put my hard work in it, and then I get to work, getting ready to eat my food, and somebody then ate my barbecue ribs, and then everybody's saying, Eric, the one always eating everybody's food. I'm telling you, dude, I will come to your cubicle and f- you up if I find anything look like my ribs over there. That's like the third threat you done gave me, bro. Yo, mm, 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 mm. that was good, bro. That was good as. Mm, I'm so glad I took that. Damn, I'm so glad. Oh, so you admitting it now? 
Now, I'm telling you what you want to hear, Quincy. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm telling okay. you what you want to hear. Okay, okay. That's, that's your tomorrow. That's your, that's your that's tomorrow at the cubicle. I'm telling you now. We're working in the same building, right? I ain't going nowhere. You know what floor I'm at. I ain't going nowhere. was good. I don't know who you are. I don't know how you got my number, bro. But we, you ain't, we ain't even got to wait till you get up there to my flow. We can get, we can get this cracking in the lobby, bro. In the lobby, you can get your damn ribs broken. Your ribs, not the ribs that you cooked on that barbecue. Your ribs. We can get it cracking right it, there. It's, 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 it's whatever at this point, Eric. It's whatever. Obviously. It's whatever. Obviously. Okay. It's, you know what? Matter of fact, I'm going to let Deshae know what's up. I'm going to let Deshae know what's up. Deshae? I know she ain't tell you nothing about eating nothing, like eating your food, bro. I know Deshae didn't say nothing like that to you. I no, no, Deshae. No, Deshae ain't say you ain't no rib. That ain't what Deshae told me. So why you bringing her? Why you bringing her up then? You want to know what Deshae told me? What did Deshae told you, bro? What she told you? Deshae told me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your co-worker, Deshae. What? <laughs> what? What? What the hell you talking about? <laughs> hey, Eric, Eric. Hey, man, check it out. This is nephew Tommy, bro. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl, Deshae, your co-worker, got me to prank you, man. Oh, um, you know what, man? <laughs> Boy, you got my blood boiling, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Deshae, she going to get it, bro. She going to get it when I get back in there. And, I, and I, man, I listen to y'all every, man, I don't believe it. Man, hey, you you got me, man. Oh man, it is it is an honor, bro. It is an honor. <laughs> Tell me, man. Hey, man, I, I love y'all, man. I'm I'm gonna get the shade though. You, you tell her her, her ass is, man. Her ass is mine. Well, hey, man, me, it's man. 2020, man. Do me a favor. Tell everybody what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. Man, the baddest radio show in the land is Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> Man, go get some ribs and have a nice day, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that, man. I'm going to do that. <laughs> break room barbecue. Oh, my God. That's break room barbecue Tommy, right there now. You just will not leave people alone. Well, um, my foot on their neck I'll tell in 2020, you what. sir. I'll tell you what. You come down here, you going to get your own damn ribs broken. <laughs> He worried about some ribs. I got your ribs. <laughs> I got your ribs, partner. Great room. Ooh, barbecue, baby. Tommy. Play too much. That's going down. Matter of fact, let me do this because we, we on the road 2020. Go to thomasmiles.com. thomasmiles.com. Click on the prank phone call button. Solicit who you would like for me to prank, and I will prank your people for you. All right? The nephew is back in the studio when it's happening. A lot of them don't go well. A whole lot of them hit the, hit the editing really? edit floor and don't make it. A lot of people hang up on you, uh -huh. but that's all right. We get a few of them out, and we get a few home runs. Well, I will say this. People are happy that you you have new prank phone calls go. for this year. They We're are happy. It. I'm yeah. in it through mm -hmm. in it. Break room barbecue, baby. Okay? Because, <laughs> you know, it, it goes down in the break room. Oh, yeah. Everybody oh, yeah. know it goes yeah. down. There's mm -hmm. always somebody yeah. stealing something out the break room. I know. Oh, Clearly, yeah. your name food. is not on yeah. that. I don't get that, though. Why would you eat out of somebody else's food? That just That's cold. Are you that's, that that's hungry? Cold. I'm not yeah. doing that. <laughs> no. I don't, know. I don't know how you cooking at your house. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, Steve, you always take me back to that picture that was on Instagram that time. <laughs> that person washing those chitlins in the bathtub. See? 
That was a double negative. Chitlins yeah. and in the bathtub? Uh, I'll give you one worse than uh-huh. that, Sherry. I'll give you one worse than that. Worse than that? What? Somebody sent me a picture of a guy using the bathroom. Well, come on. Okay, uh, no, no, listen to me. No, listen. you win. His feet, <laughs> all you do is see his feet underneath the stall. Uh-huh. But he's one of those food deliveries, and you see the food bag sitting there. No! no. I say that's win. it. That's it for me. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. You win. Mm. Yeah. I don't want your DoorDash, your Uber Eats. I don't want any of them. <laughs> they say they do eat the food. Hold it's up, hard, man. Though. It's Try them wings. Them wings pretty good. What? I have an announcement <laughs> to make. Wait, I'm going to do it when we come back because I need plenty of break. Okay. <laughs> up next, Strawberry Letter. We'll get into it. My husband is not a good cheater right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right. All. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, sex, parenting, dating, work, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter, Okay. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my husband is not a good cheater. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been married for almost 30 years. We both have professional jobs and we make a good living. My husband is genuinely a good guy, but he's also a big time cheater. The first time he cheated on me, I was pregnant with our oldest child. I forgave him then because I was young and pregnant, but years later, I found out he was still cheating. I let it slide again, and things just kind of went back to normal. Over the years, I have confronted him about his inappropriate contact with women. And just last year, we ran into a married woman that he met at the gym, and a week later, the woman popped up at my house to take our youngest child on a play date with her child. I cursed him out and let him know how stupid he was to have this woman show up at my house. So uh, we finally had counseling, and I thought that we would be fine. He goes on an annual vacation with guys from college, and this year they went to Laguna Beach to golf and hang out. When he got home, he was in a really good mood, so I tried to get some welcome home sex. He pushed me away and said he was drained. He passed out on the couch 
and I noticed that he left his carry-on bag in the garage. I thought that was odd, so I went and got it and went through it. I found a prepaid phone, and I turned the power on and read all of the text messages between him and his lover, and I saw all of the pictures from their nice weekend together. It looks like for the past three years, he has been going on a romantic getaway with her. This is it, guys. I'm ready to call it quits, and he needs to know that I mean business this time. I want to do something mean, but I don't want to be too low down. I don't want him to think he can beg his way out of this one. Please advise. What? Yeah, so let me get this straight. <laughs> what? You Are you asking us to help you do something mean, but not too mean to your husband? <laughs> what? We don't want to be a party to that, okay? Because guess what? You've been putting up with this for... 30 years. He's been cheating on you for 30 years. That's a lifetime, okay? And I definitely disagree with you. You say your husband's uh, a, a, a good guy. He's generally a good guy. This is not a what a genuinely good guy does. He cheated on you when you were pregnant. Then he cheated on you after that, and then after that. Okay, genuinely good guys do not do that. Genuinely good guys don't lie to you about going on uh, trips with their boys. And, you know, he, he's been with this woman for three years, all of that. So so for me, you don't have to do anything low down. I mean, you could do that if you want to. Just leave him, divorce him. You keep taking him back. So to him, that was, you know, an excuse to keep doing it or a reason to keep doing it. Uh, you know, Hey, he could do it, get away with it, because he knew you would always take him back. Well, this time, don't take him back. How about that? Do something different. All right, Steve? Wow. I, this letter is like, uh, it's really <laughs> an amazing letter. See, this is how a man gets away with it. Because yeah. the first time he cheated while you was pregnant, you was young, and you forgave him. Uh, then uh, you found out he was still cheating, and then you let it slide again. Mm-hmm. And then things went back to normal, and then uh, over the years, you've just confronted him about inappropriate contact with women. And then, uh, just this past year, <laughs> uh, met this lady at the gym, and a week later, uh, he show up, she show up at your house uh, to take your youngest child on a play date. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then you cussed at him. That was good. You cussed at him for that one. Something. And let him know that and told him he was stupid. So yeah. you cussed and told him he was stupid. Well, then y'all go to counseling. He go on a golf trip. You want to have some welcome home sex? He pass out, tell you he tired. Well, hell yeah, he tired. Now his dumb ass done left his bag carry on in the garage. <laughs> you done went out there and went through it, found a prepaid phone card, read all the texts, and saw all these pictures of these wonderful weekend that he had. So then after that. He's still in that sleep. It looks like for the past three years, he's been going on a romantic getaway with her. This is it, guys. I'm ready to call it quick. Really? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. 
when you found a prepaid phone card and went through all the texts and saw all these pictures of this wonderful weekend, he's still in there sleeping on the couch. <laughs> see, uh, this, see this. He is. He still sleep on the couch. You know how you gonna show him? This is it, guys. Hmm. Yep. After thirty some years of what I just described, this yup. I want to do something mean, but I don't want to be too mean. Why? Hmm. But I don't want him to think he can beg his way out of this one. Yes, you do. Because what you've done is you've created a conducive atmosphere for cheating to not only survive, but to thrive. Hold that thought, Steve. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject of today's Strawberry Letter, my husband is not a good cheater. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, my husband is not a good cheater. Here's a lady. Been married to this dude that's not a good cheater. I beg to differ. Mm -hmm. Because in the letter, he proves that he's one of the greatest cheaters of all time. Why? Mm -hmm. Because he's been doing it to you for over 30 years, and he still got you. Pregnant, you forgave him. Cheated again, let it slide. Continue to have appropriate, inappropriate contact with women. You don't understand that. Met a lady at a gym next week. The lady at your house popped up to take one of your children on a play date. You got to be kidding. Mm, mm, mm. All you did was cuss him out and call him stupid. So now he go on a golf trip, come in tired, pass out. You go out there looking his overnight bag, find a prepaid phone call with pictures in it, pictures of this woman for this wonderful weekend. He in that sleep, you ain't wake him up. You come to the conclusion, look like they've been seeing each other for three years. Yeah, this is it, guys. Yeah, this it. I want to do something real mean to him, but nothing too low, because I don't want him to think he can beg his way back. <sighs> like what? I told you, yeah. you've created a conducive atmosphere for cheating to thrive, not only survive, but to thrive. Your husband is an excellent cheater, because he's so good at cheating, he does it right in your face, because you ain't going to do nothing. If all you're going to do is cuss me out and call me stupid, that's it. I can take that. He in there sleeping while you going through his bag. Girl, in the words of Thomas Miles, grits should have been on the stove coming to a slow ball. You know where, how they bubble? That should have been a bunny rabbit in a pot. Balling Ooh. at her house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Farrell Fawcett would have set your damn whole bed on fire. Oh, you'd have been in there sleep, but when you bed, woke up, yeah. your ass would have been hot. Mm-hmm. 
Ain't no stabbing. How is his car still running? How you ain't put sugar in the tank and slashed all them ties? Child. I, I, I don't even understand what we talking about. You ain't set one fire. You ain't set the gym bag on fire. You ain't broke no phones. He ain't got no cuts on him. He in there sleep and been in the house 30 years. Now you want to do something to him mean, but not too low down. Well, you've called into the wrong show. Right. <laughs> I take a ball ping hammer while he sleep and just knock both his front teeth out. It's hard to be a player <laughs> when you snag a tooth. <laughs> it, it, it ain't a lot of players with their two front teeth missing. It's really, really hard to be a player yeah, with your no, two front teeth. Not no snag a tooth player. No, that ain't sexy at all. Snag a tooth player. It's hard <laughs> to be a player and you got a mm-hmm. walker. <laughs> See, because I'm going to bust both your damn kneecaps. Your kneecaps See, done. You, you, you don't even understand. I, I don't even understand why you talking about you don't even want to be low down. Ain't he been low down? Mm-hmm. He has not right. faced any consequences for his actions. Mm-hmm. Cussing me out and calling me stupid. Because your letter, the whole letter, the title of it, my husband is a bad cheater. No, he's not. He's actually he's pretty good, good at it. My husband is not a good cheater. He's a great cheater because he keeps cheating and keeps being allowed to cheat. If you make a conducive atmosphere for cheating, ma'am, what do you want to happen? A man will do whatever we allow to get away with. If you if you don't if if you keep getting in the car door and we ain't got to open it, we won't open it. If we don't go pick up the kids ever, you're going to go get the kids. If we don't let you see how much money in the account, you, you we won't let you see it. If we don't tell you where we're going and you don't never ask and make no deal of it, we ain't finna tell you where we're going. That's all to it. A lot of this is your fault. Now, is he a good dude? Like Shirley said, absolutely not. But you didn't have to stay with this not good man. See, your definition of everything is wrong. He's not a good cheater. He's a great cheater. He's a really good guy. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. That's true. He's <laughs> not a really good guy. He's no, just he's not. not. He abuses you. He he's he not is. a good yeah. guy. Damn. Damn. He's not. Mm. All right, Steve, we got to get out of here. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. Well, Steve I Harvey guess you're going to be praying for him next. And Facebook. Mm. Please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 she don't minutes need, you after need the hour. Prayer. It won't be for me, though. From the talk, our girl, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. But right now, Steve, please introduce our girl. Cheryl Underwood! Steve Harvey, man, listen to me. <laughs> you, no have more in, in you have more enthusiasm than everybody that was debating last night. Listen Damn to me. Damn right. <laughs> 
I don't know what happened. Was it last night or the night before last? What night was it? Last I don't know what night. It was, last it was night. the wackest thing Biden I'd ever finally seen. showed up. He Did he? Presidential. Yeah, yeah. Thank Bloomberg you. ain't no punk. That's it. Say it, Them the two dudes right there. Right there. Right there. That's right there. Yeah. They look I like they about Bloomberg. to dap each other and go, let's get this, son. They look like that. But wait, <laughs> Elizabeth Warren <laughs> looked like the worst substitute teacher in the history of Man. mankind. <laughs> oh, my God. She was, oh, But she was trying to throw play the dozens with Klobuchar. Don't mess with that street girl from uh, Minnesota. No, seriously. <laughs> Seriously, man, Mm-mm. that white woman looked like she was going to go down there and bust Lizzie Warren dead in her head. I, so said, I sure hope they start scrapping up in here. Listen to me. I was ready for people to take off earrings and shoes and fight up in there. And then uh, Lester Holt, Lester Holt's so damn suave. Lester Holt's to sell it down. Sell it down. That ain't what we talking about. Shut it. I was like, go ahead, find Lester Holt. Lester Holt could get it. Lester Holt, he could get it. He could get it. He could get it. Well, not before sure. Junior could get it. Not before Junior could get it, but Lester Holt, well, if he's single. But wait a minute. Bloomberg looked like he wanted to say, shut up, Bernie Sanders, before I slap you with my money. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> $61 billion. You know what I don't like? Let me tell you what I don't like. Why are, why are people speaking against the billionaires? Tom Steyer been putting his money into causes mm-hmm. that we believe in. Because uh, they ain't billionaires. Mm-hmm. There you are. Bloomberg been putting his money into causes because he knew what he did wrong, and his foundation been putting money into causes. If these two men were not running but were giving their money, I bet you almost everybody on that stage would take it. And for Bernie Sanders... I, I just don't understand. I, I like some of the things that Bernie Sanders say. But when Bernie Sanders did not tell his supporters, you need to vote for Hillary Clinton because we need a Democrat in the White House. Oh, yeah. It was almost like he set her up to lose, which set us up mm-hmm. to be involved in that. So mm-hmm. all I'm saying is when it's time for you to vote and get in the primary and the caucus system, get in it. It's time for you to listen to the information, get in it. But don't just knock somebody out just because Bloomberg got fired from the company he was working with and and made his company. So I'm not saying, I don't know who gonna win because ain't none of them doing nothing for me except for, I like Bloomberg, I like Steyer, uh, I, I don't know, I like Biden. I like Bloomberg, I like Biden, I like Steyer. We gotta go. No, you yeah, don't, Charlie. Stop, Charlie. <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl. We gotta get out Is of he here. In the bathroom? Carly's reality Junior? update. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. 
Check out smart phone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. All right, come on, Tommy. Introduce Carla. It's Carla Farrell. She is here with Reality Update. Thank you, nephew. Here we go. So Nene and Cynthia decided to meet and try to squash their beef. So we're going to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm excited. And yeah, I know you are. Uh, I guess they're trying to move on to possibly be friends. Now, you know, the girls, they were, you know, they were really close, Nene and Cynthia, at one point. They were, you know, they mm-hmm. called each other sisters. And you remember, you know, they've been dissing each other for a while since last season during the reunion show, during the season. And now this season, it's carried over. And it appears to me that Nene was having a hard time to just really apologized to Cynthia and really let her guard down. I felt that Nene, she was kind of struggling owning her part in this drama, in their in their friendship, and in, in everything that went down. Um, what really bothered Nene the most was that Cynthia called her a toxic friend. And, um, you know, Cynthia was trying to be more open with Nene, and she mm-hmm. said that she was just trying to get back at Nene for calling her weak. And Nene was like, "Well, you went on this media and blog tour, and you know, you were saying mean things about me." So it seems like it was a little revenge between them, just trying to get back at each other. So anyway, at wow. the end, they finally decided that they. I don't think they are back at the place where they were, but they said that they would try to work it out and be friends. So, you know, we'll child. see. We'll be watching. It's always, child, it's always some child. drama. <laughs> Tell them, Steve, child. <laughs> Man, boo. Okay. Not boo, though. <laughs> boo. And mo- moving on, you know, Nene, she hosted this jungle theme brunch for entrepreneurs and some of her friends. So she invited the ladies out to her brunch. They had to wear a animal print kind of outfit. You know, Shirley, you and I would have loved that, darling. Uh, Fabulous. Ooh, yes. 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 Yeah, yes. I call that so, jungle love. Jungle love. That's jungle exactly love. The theme she was going for, and Cynthia and Eva got there, and Candy, and then Eva started having contractions. And <gasps> she, you know, at the time of the taping of this particular episode, she was eight months pregnant. So it was kind of scary, and they had to call uh, her doctor, which we all know is Dr. Jackie from Married to Medicine, another Bravo show. Oh. And uh, she encouraged Eva to get to the hospital because she may possibly have been in labor. And so Cynthia took her to the hospital. They left. They had to leave the brunch. And uh, meanwhile, back at the restaurant, Kenya came to the brunch. And she was a little bit late. And she waited for Nene. Nene was really late to her own brunch. And Kenya left. She didn't want to wait for Nene. She didn't stay very long. Portia decided to come. She talked to her mother about it. You know, her and Nene. Portia and Nene were having a little drama. And so Portia yeah. said that her she talked she to her mom. It, and Portia her mom said it was said, too hard being Nene's friend. Excuse Nene's me, friend. Yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. it, Shirley. You can jump right on in. That's exactly right. It, it was and it was so, hard for me too to be Nene's friend. <laughs> to be Nene's friend mm-hmm. and Portia. Really, friend. Steve? Yeah, and Portia and and, and and Cynthia's friend. Oh, oh, why was it so hard? Every one of them and, and Eve. It was just and, hard. Why? Why? I said, man, would y'all get off TV with all this fighting? They told me to mind my damn business. <laughs> I love Nene, though. I said, child. And so the friendship is over. Child. It's over. I ain't finna go through this with y'all. Yeah, going back and forth. Yeah. I, 
like Nene too, but you know, she had some mm -hmm. issues with Cynthia and it wasn't mm -hmm. all Cynthia who was wrong in that. So Nene had to, you right, know, she had to own wasn't. her own stuff. Yeah. She definitely mm -hmm. does. So anyway, Portia went to the luncheon. Nene finally arrived very late and the other castmates were there. Marlo showed up. And so we'll see. We'll see what's going on after that. It looks like for next week's episode that's coming up, you know, Kenya's husband, Mark, you know, he likes Nene. And, you know, Kenya can't stand Nene. So it looks like they are going to get together with Greg and Nene. So we'll see this uh, double Dude, couple. I think people it's going to be. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, no not, that's not good television. You gotta have conflict, right? So we'll talk about it. Uh, I'll update you on that next week. Follow me at Lips by Carla on social media, and we'll be back at twenty after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, get your iPhone out so you can take this number down. Or if you at work, you got a pen or paper in your hand. You ready? Okay, because we're talking saying a soul right now. 1-800-684-2825. 1-800-684-2825. Or go to steveharveysayingthesoul.com. You know why? Because it's back. Saying the soul, Labor Day weekend, 2020. Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Punta Cana. All-inclusive experience. You ain't going to forget it. Now, right now, because it's the month of, for lovers, this is a special. Now, right now, I'm doing a two is better than one month of the love special. What that means is right now, through the end of the month, when you book your room package for Sand and Soul and you refer a friend who also books, you both going to receive $200 off of your all-inclusive Sand and Soul felt. So it ain't nothing but a game. All you got to do is know somebody that's going and say, hey, I'm going to call and refer you or you call and refer me and each one of us going to get $200 off. That's all it is. It's just a trick move. Now, all-inclusive, all your food at all nine restaurants. That's room service and all the snack bars. All the alcohol is included. All the tickets to all events is included. Your transportation to and from the hotel is included. You get unlimited uh, resort credits, which you can use for spa packages, gifts, items, golf, and a whole lot more. I'm in that all-inclusive. <laughs> Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we're just a week away from the debut of the Whitney Houston Hologram Tour. Uh, Bass Hologram has created a production involving a lifelike digital image of Whitney, her original recordings, and live musicians and backup singers. The curtain goes up in Sheffield, England next Tuesday with 11 more British shows, followed by 13 shows across Europe. Whitney's sister-in-law and former manager, Patty Houston, says a hologram show is all about the imagination and creating a wow factor that extends to an incredible experience to enjoy for years to come. Whitney is not with us, but her music will live for with us forever. The producers promise an evening with Whitney Houston will also reach North America and Mexico, but no dates have been announced. What do you guys think about? Didn't they do this with Biggie? Who did they do this with? Tupac. Tupac. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Snoop escaped. <laughs> didn't. Yeah. Won't this, won't this feel kind of well. weird though? Yeah, and and uh, Natalie Cole did it a, a variation of this with her dad, Nat King uh -huh. Cole, when she won all those Grammys for her. For that album, but yeah, this yeah. I know that hologram can't go out. I know that. What? If the hologram go out, it's gonna be a problem. 
What? I'm just, what do you mean? What do you mean like technical what? issues? Like yeah, that's it. I ain't know the show must go on. That is it. You just got background oh. people singing. That's it. If the hologram go out, we in trouble. Well, I'm sure they rehearsed it and ain't no bag of hologram. Sure. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, as you know how much I loved Whitney Houston. You know this. Yes. We <laughs> I don't even know that. I, I don't know if I can go see it. Yeah, I don't yeah, think. No. Like, if they did Luther, I wouldn't want to see it. Yeah. I just, I just, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, there's a reason, I guess, hmm. she's starting in Europe and then, see, you know, to probably to see what the reaction is going to be and then to bring it over here. What do you think, yeah. Steve? Well, Black people gonna look I mean, I think it's going to be mm-hmm. interesting. You know, I, I can't imagine it not doing well. You know, I think it'll do well. Of course, there's always some people going to be leery, but there are enough fans. She's got a huge, huge fan oh. base. Oh, and so I think there's plenty of people global. that's going to, like, really enjoy going to see it, you know. And I'm pretty sure if her family got anything to do with it, it's going to be tastefully done, you know. Yeah. Would you go? Would you? Yeah. Mm -mm. Steve, would you go? I don't really go see uh, Dave. Knew it. I don't do it. Like, 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 uh huh. I knew it. Like, I don't even watch John Wayne movies. What do you you mean? (laughs) You know. Okay. You can't even watch the movies after they're no, gone. I mean, yeah, I mean once you're gone, I pretty much, I got to quit watching this. You know, that's just me. Coming up, our last break of the day. And, of course, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day. Yeah. That's what it is. It's the last break of the day. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a good Thursday. It's been a good day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Busy. Mm -hmm. Political. Mm -hmm. Tommy's sick of it, but political Thursday. (laughs) Oh, they got on my... (laughs) Hey, you know something? Hey, let me say this about this... uh, my closing is about okay. Okay. Let's go. just that. Listen, y'all. We have an obligation to vote. All of us have an obligation to vote. People died so we could vote. People died trying to vote. See, voter suppression back in the day was different. 
They set fires to polling places. They set fires to churches. They shot people trying to vote. They lynched people for voting. That was real voter suppression back then. Now, they still got voter uh, suppression today. Not to that degree, but they got slick ways of doing it now. We have an obligation to vote. It's not. It's voting is not a not a uh, 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 an option. We have to vote. Now I watched the Democratic debate last night, and I watched it intently, and I watched all these people, and all of them are politicians. All of them make promises, and they're not going to be able to keep them promises because of the system we have, the bipartisanship that we have the two-party system that we have. Once one party likes it, it's the other party's job not to like it. The only time they seem to stand up and clap is when they're talking about a military personnel. And the only reason they do that is because it's politically correct. They try to find something to, 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 to disagree about everything. So all these people are making promises and none of them on that stage, and, in, and the one that's in the White House now, can't keep the promises. I was born in a place in West Virginia, McDowell County, that's one of the poorest counties in the United States. It's, the coal mining industry is dead down there, dying, so many mines have closed. Donald Trump told them that coal is king. He's gonna bring back coal mining. He ain't open one mind. Them people down there hurting because he lied and said what they wanted to hear. Now, all them people at McDowell County voted heavily, heavily for Barack Obama. This last time, they went for Trump because he went down there and lied to the people. He's bringing coal back. You can't bring coal back. This guy, Bernie Sanders, is promising free Medicare for everybody. Now, it's a true statement. It's free in so many countries. Europe, all these countries, you get hurt, you can go in the hospital. Italy, they don't care. You come in this hospital, we're going to take care of you. America can't seem to do it. And the reason America can't do it is because they made $100 billion on health care last year. They ain't about to give you nothing free. And so all these people have these campaign promises then ain't none of them going to keep. Well, so when you're getting frustrated with this system and you're thinking about not voting, I want you to think of what we have in the White House today. And you just have to ask yourself, just as a country, is that who you want speaking for the United States? Does he represent what you think, believe, want, or have? Does he? I'm just asking. He's been the president already almost four years. Almost four years. Do you know he's taking 247 days for golf when he used to say that President President Obama golfs too much? 247 days for golf. That's more rounds of golf than I've played in my life. He got a nice swing, too. Trump got a nice golf swing because he's been playing it his whole life. He's done nothing he said he was going to do. 
but he's done more than he said he was going to do. He banned seven Muslim countries from traveling. What did that do? He don't give a damn about these DACA students. It's amazing when I hear Latinos for Trump. I be going, man, what, what y'all talking about? And I get even more amazed when I hear blacks for Trump. He's done a lot for blacks. What? They're talking about, they're trying to say that the unemployment rate for African-Americans is as low as it's ever been. But, but do you know what that means too, though? If you were on unemployment and you your benefits have run out, you don't get counted no more. That's one thing about unemployment. And they got other methods they do to measure unemployment. And in African-American communities, the lowest has been in X amount of years. Man, it's a lot of people ain't working, man. But even if you're going to tout that, who you know doing way better than they was doing? The atmosphere that this man has created as as president, we don't, voting for us is not an option. We have to vote. Now, I don't care who you vote for, but we got to vote. We got to vote. I'm completely undecided at this point, but I'm going to vote for somebody. You better believe that. We have to vote, period. That's it. All right. All right. I hear you. Profound. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And agree. We agree. We have to vote. Bottom All right. line. All right. And I'm going to tell y'all so again, funny. I'm not going to do this politics with y'all tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not yeah, going to do got to. Do I agree with you. Okay. We'll be ignorant Shut tomorrow. Up. Let me at least do the weather or something. If we're going to be a news state, let me be the weather. <laughs> <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 